live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for being here on this Labor Day Monday. You're locked and loaded right here on LFA TV, and I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of this show, Live from America. We're honored and blessed to be here today from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. Producer Eli is with me. He's working on a holiday. I'm working on a holiday. So let's give some shout-outs. Let us know who you are and where you're watching from. God bless you. Denise, good morning and happy Labor Day. Suzanne, thank you for always, always hooking us up and putting the correct links in the live chat. Happy Labor Day. Dautet and Piglet. Logan, Melissa Maga, how you doing from Massachusetts? T. Collins is watching. Vegetarian is here. Shelly Rose, Roxanne, how are you? I love you. I hope everything is okay with your home in Florida. Michelle is watching. T.R. Mellies is here. We've got CQ and Troy Farr, Kobe Jean, Sean Maga, 79, wants some truth and some justice and the American way here on this Labor Day, so he's tuned into LFA TV. How about Michelle Dust and Nurse, 1978, Liberty Girl 2.0, Candy, how you doing? Gerald, it's good to see you. Thank you for joining in. Barbara Peters, Snell, and let's give one more to Benny Clow is in the building here on this Labor Day Monday. Thank you for being here, ladies and gentlemen. I know a lot of people didn't expect us to have live shows today. We're doing what we can with what we can. Today is a two-hour special here on LFA TV of Live from America. I will be doing the 11 o'clock and the 12 o'clock hour. There may be some breaking news throughout the two hours because uh, news just keeps dropping. Obviously, the news never stops. The news never sleeps. But I have a feeling that if you get any breaking news today, it'll be another fire was started here. Another flood happened over here. Another direct energy weapon happened over there. More people died over here. Climate change, climate change, climate change, COVID, 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 masks, vaccines, and lockdowns. I'm sure that's the only actual breaking news you'll get today because anybody who's anybody is actually probably not working in the government today, so no bills are being voted on. No, you know, the, the 20 that held out aren't holding uh, Mitch McChina, uh, I mean, uh, Kevin McCoward accountable. You know, same old, same old. However, we don't stop here. We keep it going. Thank you for being here today. I see the numbers just boosting up. Please do me a favor, even if you don't normally. Can you please give us a share today? Because a lot of people don't know that we are here live today, and we want people to know, hey, 
You don't have to watch all these other crappy stations. We're still on today. Now, because I'm doing a two-hour today, and I just got done doing Rise Up, the great, the wonderful Pete Santilli will be filling in for my show at 5 o'clock tonight. So he will be doing the 4 and the 5 o'clock hour as well. I'd like to give a big happy birthday shout-out to Scotty who's watching. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Scotty. Happy birthday to you. Also, somebody mentioned all the people that are stuck at the Burning Man Festival in Nevada. That is incredibly um, uh, uncalled for. There should have been evacuation. People should be getting out there in vehicles or some kind of aerial, uh, you know, a helicopter maybe to get people out of there. But they said, no, stay in the mud, shelter in place, eat and drink. Hopefully you have enough food. Hopefully you don't starve. Hopefully you don't die of thirst. Let's send more money to Ukraine. Hey, people in Maui, keep dying. Let's send more money to Ukraine. Joe, Joe Biden still hasn't been to East Palestine, Ohio. But we're going to be talking about, about that and a slew of other things here on Live from America today as you guys rumble and you guys share. But how I want to start the day out today is by telling you, do you know what's trending right now all over the internet? Switch to Trump. Have you heard that, Eli? Switch to Trump. And, and so Hold on. I- Switch to Trump is trending all over the internet. Why? Because people on the left... People who were voting for DeSantis. People who were maybe a registered Democrat or a registered independent are now registering as Republican in closed primary states. And it's on the uptick. Why? Switching to Trump. People realize, even the people that hated him because they thought he was a racist, they realize that backing a loser like DeSantis is going to do just that. Make you lose. Backing a loser like Nikki Haley is going to do make you make us do just that. Lose. Backing a loser like Chris Krispy Kreme Christie as a candidate is going to make us lose. And people are sending a very strong message, including the co-founder of the Never Back Down Super PAC for Ron DeSantis, also switching to Trump. Roll it. I, along with a lot of grassroots supporters and major donors, said, "Okay, let's draft DeSantis, encourage him to run for president because we think he's got the stuff. Except there was one problem, Adrian. It's that when Governor DeSantis did end up launching, he had a failure to launch and he's never recovered. And while he may be a great governor, he's not ready for the national stage. And we don't think that he's ready to beat Joe Biden. And on the flip side, Adrian, we think that Donald Trump, in spite of all of his legal challenges, has honestly run nearly a flawless effort uh, with strategic ad spends against his opponent DeSantis, good messaging choices that really I hadn't seen in 2016 or 2020. So for all of those reasons, we all reverse course to get behind Donald Trump, not just because we think he's going to be the nominee, but honestly, we think he's the best person to beat Joe Biden in the general. I have a question, though, because in in watching all of this evolve, to me, there were red flags. You know, again, who am I? But I think for a lot of Americans, they thought Ron DeSantis, he's never run for national office. He's doing a great job in Florida, according to the GOP there. Other people can't stand his policies. But why do you think that you and other donors maybe didn't see those red flags coming? Was it that uh, the legal troubles uh, for President Trump seemed so insurmountable? Was it that you drank the Kool-Aid of having somebody (laughs) other than Trump, anyone other than Trump? Mm. 
Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a great question, Adrian. And kind of looking back, it seems quite clear, right, uh, that that DeSantis uh, might not be ready for prime time here. Um, you know, it was it was a risk, certainly, um, and it was a miscalculation in the sen- on our behalf. Thinking hold on, that, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's uh, pause this real quick. And we've seen it was a risk. It was a risk. It was a risk that the establishment was willing to take on the back of Ron DeSantis to destroy his career or not. Have him wait until 2028 and get the 100% surety that he's going to win because he's got all of MAGA. Let him run now and risk running his future chance at winning the presidency. And they threw Ron DeSantis under the bus, but Ron DeSantis should have had enough integrity to know what they were doing. Actually, let me rephrase that. Ron DeSantis should have had enough intelligence to understand what they were doing and enough integrity not to run against Donald Trump regardless. So yes, they took a big risk. And that risk actually cost Ron DeSantis the presidency in 2028. Continue. In this in other cases, what makes somebody good for one office, the skills don't directly translate to another. For instance, when you're running for governor or Congress, oftentimes the main skills you need are ability to raise money and roll television ads. When you run for president, yes, of course, that's important. But retail politicking, charisma, charm, discipline, being able to uh, conduct yourself in a likable manner on television interviews, those are all equal, if not more important than your ability to roll the TV ads. And DeSantis just hasn't had that. And then the last thing I would say, Adrian, is like there are some basic failure launch mechanics, for instance, choosing to launch on Twitter spaces. Of course, I don't fault the governor. Nobody could have known that system was broken. But the governor blew it in the sense of he didn't even have a simulcast video stream for new television stations to cover it. Optics is the most important thing. And the last thing is I haven't seen really an articulated message of why – DeSantis is different than Trump. I mean, I really haven't seen that. So that's significant. So the question question is, if you really like Donald Trump, and now Donald Trump, by the way, I think is running a good campaign, why would you go for the cheap knockoff when you can have the OG version, right? It just doesn't. A little smack talk this morning. The cheap knockoff. It's a hard case case in a Republican primary to make, I believe. That is the co-founder of the Never Back Down Super PAC. Let me just rephrase that. Or maybe repeat that. Echo that one more time. That is the co-founder, the guy who helped start the Never Back Down campaign, say a uh, Super PAC at, uh, company, in order to push Ron DeSantis to the presidency. It is amazing to me how we saw what they couldn't see that many months ago. We didn't want Ron DeSantis spoiled, tainted, and ruined. We wanted Ron DeSantis to embrace MAGA all the way up till 2028. That's what we wanted. That's what I wanted. I'm pretty sure that's what most of you wanted at that time. And we said, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And he did it. And we knew this was going to happen. We knew he was up against, it's even a bigger than a David Goliath story. It's literally Satan up against God. We knew that there was no chance Satan could win. Now, I'm not calling Ron DeSantis Satan. I'm calling the establishment Satan. That guy right there, he's partially responsible. Ron DeSantis should be going to him and saying, you're partially responsible for me uh, having a destroyed future as a president because he's now done that. He's now destroyed his chance of ever being president of the United States ever, which really sucks because he could have been good, but he's a cheap knockoff. Oh, but that's not the only one. Nope. Look at Mike Cernovich who's a, basically a waste of space 
Lindsey Graham, Republican in the wind. But look at this. DeSantis can't win in a general. Now, Cernovich, by the way, has been outside of that loser, Chris Nelson, that hermaphrodite beta male, Chris Nelson, outside of that loser. You remember the dyed-haired blonde loser in Miami that I literally put in his place every time, single time he opened his mouth? He's even a big, he was even like a, uh, a bigger DeSantis supporter, simp, than Chris Nelson. And now saying this all over Twitter. DeSantis can't win in general. That's why I flip-flopped. Because everybody's, you know, saying, why'd you flip-flop? As low IQ people call it, DeSantis was 100, was 100 governor, meaning he was a great governor. But his campaign was the worst I've ever seen. It's like his people didn't observe 2015. Trump is the only hope <laughs> for the 2024 general election. I stand behind my criticisms. And of course, the very first scumbag, there he is, Chris Nelson, you flip-flop because it was the popular thing to do. You supported DeSantis because it was popular at the time. You told people to wear the effing mask because it was popular at the time. Hey, dipshit, Chris Nelson, you, you flip-flopped because it was the popular thing to do. Wouldn't that by default tell you that the general people, the general public, don't want DeSantis? If you're saying it's the popular thing to do to not support DeSantis then wouldn't that by default, Eli, say that the very popular thing to do is to go away from DeSantis, meaning that the population, the populace, the voting, the people that actually put you in the office, they don't want DeSantis? Doesn't that, let, doesn't that just ring bells at all? You flip-flop because it was the popular thing to do. By default, admitting that your man is a loser. You see what I'm saying? So, ladies and gentlemen, hashtag switched to Trump is everywhere. And it's just the beginning. And he will clinch the nomination. And he will win the general. Having said that, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's time to go to God. How about you? This morning we had a heck of a rise up. This morning we talked about how do you know you're having conversation and communicating with the Holy Spirit. Powerful show this morning. I highly recommend you go back and watch it. Having said that, September 4th, I am your shepherd. Not me, God. Tenderly leading you step by step through your life. I want you to realize how precious you are to me. How much I delight in you. I long for, your recipro- I long for you to reciprocate by delighting in me. Meaning, loving your time with God more than anything else on earth. More than money, more than sex, more than jobs, more than promotions, more than your kids. More than your wife. I want you to realize how precious you are to me, he says. How much I delight in you, and I long for you to reciprocate by delighting in me. Psalm 37, 4. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. But again, the desires of your heart will be remade into God's will. So the desires of your heart will just be peace and joy. And that's what you'll get. Not a Lamborghini, not a Lambo, and a PS5. Hebrews, because she doesn't, 416. Let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence and be bold so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Woo! Powerful stuff here this morning, ladies and gentlemen. On this Labor Day, please bow your heads. If you're just joining in with us, two-hour special today, LFA, live from America, 11 and 12. Do me a favor, please like this video, share this video, because even though a lot of people are home, They don't know we're live today.
Please bow your head in Jesus' name. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. J.B. Boxes says, that's why, that's why go, that's my go to scripture. When I feel like prayers aren't being heard, he hears, just keep on praying. Just keep on praying. Amen. All right, first and foremost section, lift up those cups and let's have our first slurp of that beautiful, wonderful, and now very limited Rise Up Coffee. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you're thinking about Christmas presents and stuff already and you're starting to early shop, you know, gift baskets from LFA would be a good, jo- a good time to do that because, ladies and gentlemen, we have big sales going on. Let me have my first slurp first. We have major sales trying to get rid of old inventory on LFA, uh, on JeremyHarrell.com and the store at LFATV.us. Look what you can pre-order today that's coming in tomorrow for us to ship out. The more they indict, the more we unite. Get your black and blue t-shirt today, or your red and blue t-shirts today. The more they indict, the more we unite. Not only that, ladies and gentlemen, if you go to the front page of JeremyHarrell.com or LFATV.us and you go to the LFATV store, it brings you right here. And look at this, ladies and gentlemen, we have a lot of clearance. Hold on. There's a, if you're looking for early Christmas shopping, there's a lot of clearance going on. $10 clearance section right down here. Huge LFA blowout sale. Everything here is 10 bucks. So that, the Rise Up Coffee, and much more, jeremyharrell.com. All right, folks. You ready? Eli, you ready, man? He says it's Labor Day. I should have been at home, but you dragged me into work. You're slave driving. Nope. We are delivering to the people. And, and Eli understands that. That's why he come in today. He didn't have to. I didn't make anybody work. Eli understands the importance of the truth just as much as anybody else. Here we go. First and foremost section of the day, quote, be careful what you wish for. Have you ever heard that before? Have you said that before to your children? Have you said it to your coworkers, your friends, family, or enemies? Be careful what you wish for. Well, President Trump said that as he warns Democrats and uniparty rhinos and the D.C. elites what is waiting for them Not if, but when he wins again. President Trump warned the Democrats and rhinos what may await for them when he wins the next election. After everything they've thrown at him, and you, and me, Trump warned the Marxist D.C. elites, be careful what you wish for in this truth social post. The crooked Joe Biden campaign has thrown so many indictments and lawsuits against me that Republicans are already thinking about what we are going to do to Biden and the communists when it's our turn. They have started a whole new banana republic way of thinking about political campaigns. So cheap and dirty. But that's where America is right now. Be careful what you wish for. Exclamation point. 
There's a, reoccur- there's a reoccurring theme with Donald Trump. What is it? He never says, by God's will, if we win the election, if we win the election, hopefully we win the election. He always says when, and it is going to happen, and it's going to happen quick, and everything that happens in the subsequent days after that are going to happen really fast. People's heads are going to spin. You don't think a... You don't think that we can get down in the mud and play with you? You don't think that we can get down in that, that, that dirt and that grime and that pig slop and war with you? Because we can. We can fight dirty too, and we've already started. You're screwed. You're absolutely screwed. So that was a statement put out by Donald Trump over the weekend as he expands his primary lead to become the top choice For nearly 60% of GOP uh, voters, and I would bet you this, if I were to go out today and give you an honest poll of my county, and I went to registered Republicans' doors, because I have a list of all registered Republicans and their addresses from running for office, if I went and filmed it and went to Republicans' doors, maybe we'll do this, Eli, and ask them, Trump... Or who do you want for president in the Republican Party? I guarantee you it would be 80 to 90%. And I, could, and I guarantee you that would be from county to county, state to state. They're saying 60%. I'd say it's about 90. But that's just an assumption I have. That's not rooted or based in any kind of, uh, you know, poll taking that I've done. I'm just saying if I were to go out there and do that, that's what I would wager that the percentage would be. Now, let's get into this. Trump is expanding his lead in the Republican primary as nearly 60% of the GOP voters say they would vote for President Trump even after his four criminal indictments, according to this new poll. Trump is now at least 40, at least, this is at the least, the very minimum in all the polls, 46 points ahead of all other GOP candidates. According to a Wall Street Journal poll released Saturday, While 59% of GOP voters say they would support Trump, Ron DeSantis comes in second at, get this, 13%. Second place. That means third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and Chris Christie have no chance. Chris Christie actually weighs as much as the second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth, but you get my drift. Ladies and gentlemen, do me a quick uh, round of sharing, and I would appreciate that. And thank you for the donations coming in. Wow, God bless you, and thank you very much. Now, in the journal's first primary survey in April, same Wall Street Journal, Trump received 49%, or excuse me, 48% support, while DeSantis was at 24. April, May, June, July, August, September, Donald Trump has increased that lead by 11 while Ron DeSantis has fallen by eight. We were Trumpers before it was cool, Eli. Let's keep moving. Now, we have an explosive revelation of information that came over the weekend that is linking Fannie Willis to a massive election fraud and money laundering RICO enterprise. The same thing. Now, this would be right on par, right? This would be consistent with the way the left handles 
uh, business and or handles operations and conducts business, right? They do what they are blaming you of doing. This would be absolutely consistent with that. They do it. They blame somebody else of doing it, trying to get ahead of the narrative by going, how could somebody possibly do that when they're engaged in it themselves? Let's get into this story. And I want to thank Chris Gleason for this information. In a shocking turn of events, he wrote, a bombshell investigation has uncovered jaw-dropping connections between Fannie Willis and a sprawling web of election fraud and money laundering activities. Uh-oh. Oops. Is this why Donald Trump baited her? Is this why Donald Trump baited her into this indictment? Fannie Willis's involvement will be sure to send shockwaves through the political landscape by the time this is said and done. The investigation, which spans across multiple states and multiple jurisdictions, has revealed a complex network of illicit operations aimed at undermining the very foundation of our constitutional republic and the rule of law. Sources close to the matter suggest that Willis was a massive beneficiary in the federal and Georgia RICO enterprises. It appears that she is currently playing a key role in orchestrating a systematic scheme to manipulate election outcomes, casting doubt on the integrity of the election electoral process. In the lead up to the 2022 midterm elections, this, this is what he wrote. My team uncovered a massive money laundering network of campaign finance contributions being made via what? Act Blue. Now, we've been reporting on Act Blue for two and a half years. James O'Keefe made Act uh, Blue very famous four months ago. And now we're tying these individual names to the money coming in through Act Blue, which is amazing. I mean, and a massive and amazing... Um, fraudulent election scheme to make millions of dollars. One of the top beneficiaries of this money laundering RICO enterprise was none other than Georgia Senator Raphael Warnock. How about that? Our investigation progressed. We expanded our efforts into other states such as Missouri, Maryland, Wisconsin, Arizona, and then to every single state. And this is where that BDI stuff is going to come involved. Now, working with the Epoch Times investigative journalist Stephen Kavok, Kovac, excuse me, we made a stunning find. Many of the top Act Blue, Act Blue contributors never made the individual contributions. Many of these not employed individual contrib- uh, contributors were victims of a highly sophisticated money laundering scheme, like the old people that, Joe, that uh, James O'Keefe was exposing when he was knocking on their doors saying, did you do this? No, we didn't do this. This massive ongoing money laundering operation involves wire fraud, in evasion of campaign finance limits because they can just launder the money through there, give it to the person so they can spend millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars and getting real votes and manufacturing fake votes, structuring of financial transactions, tax fraud, nonprofit fraud, identity theft, and elderly abuse. This real RICO operation is still in operation today, using the identities of unwitting elderly and other Democrat voters The massive RICO money laundering enterprise is the fuel for the entire election RICO fraud operation. This is what LFA tried to expose two and a half years ago. That the money that Act Blue was bringing in on behalf of BLM was not going to better the um, lives of black people in poor urban neighborhoods. It was going to Democrat and Rhino campaigns and they were funding them so they could win elections. I 
to me, this is like, okay, thank you, but uh, at least we're starting to figure it out. And you know what? Timing is everything. And maybe, just maybe, God's timing on this is going to work out perfect for Donald Trump in his cases moving forward. Maybe, just maybe, it wasn't up to LFA TV to expose it to the world. Maybe, just maybe, and I would think more, more likely than not, God used timing to bring it out when Donald Trump needed it the most. So let's give all glory to God for exposing this darkness that, in, that exists in our election process today. Moving on. Tony Fauci. Oh, do I? I'm about to, I'm about to go nuclear on Tony Fauci. Where's my little Tony Fauci? Here's my little Tony Fauci finger puppet. This is what Tony Fauci is, folks. This is what he is. He's just a puppet. What you really need to do is you need to understand how viruses viruses work, okay? And what you need to understand is that when you do a study of individuals, it shows that masks worked. Masks worked. But when you, I understand that when you do this on a massive scale, it might look a little different. No, 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 Tony Fauci. We're going to expose and talk about you today a little bit more as well. But before we do that, I want to set it up perfectly. CDC and FDA ignored U.S. military investigation revealing the failures of the vaccines, and we just got this from a new FOIA request. Nonprofit organization ICANN, I-C-A-N, ICANN Informed Consent Action Network, has obtained new documents through a FOIA request, and these documents shed light on the disregard by the CDC and the FDA towards the U.S. military investigation that reportedly indicated vaccine failures as early as January of 2021. Here's what I want to know. If the military conducted an investigation into the failures of the vaccine as early as January of 2021, then why did the military force the military to get the vaccine? Why did the Pentagon and the DOD force our soldiers, men and women, to get the vaccine if this FOIA request shows that the military did an investigation and showed that the vaccine failed? The FOIA documents made public by ICANN suggest that the CDC and the FDA may have overlooked crucial information regarding the efficacy of the vaccine. According to ICANN's findings, a U.S. military investigation conducted in January of 2021 apparently revealed signs of vaccine failures. However, the CDC and the FDA allegedly failed to acknowledge or address these concerns adequately. Humetrics Cloud Services has been awarded a contract by the U.S. military to conduct a comprehensive analysis of vaccine data. The company, known for its expertise in healthcare technology solutions, played a crucial role in helping the military gain valuable insights into the effectiveness and distribution of vaccines. A concerning trend has emerged regarding the proportion of COVID-19 cases among the senior population, and the study revealed that a growing number of vaccinated individuals account for a significant portion of total cases with this age group. In fact, the data shows 
that the final week of July, fully vaccinated individuals made up an estimated 73% of COVID-19 cases and 63% of COVID-19 hospitalizations in the 65-plus age group. The presentation goes on to show evidence of rapidly waning immunity. They've said that many times. That's why you need the boosters. As infection rates five to six months post-vaccination were twice as high as infection rates three or four months pre-vaccination. Wow. Wow. And then they were also higher than they were three or four months after the vaccination. So at month by month by month by month by month, infection rates grew after before, uh, obviously before, but after taking the vaccine. <laughs> Unbelievable. But yet they still want to push this stuff, right? Now watch this. Tony Fauci was put a rat in a corner. If this isn't a rat in a corner, I don't know what is. Tony Fauci, a rat in a corner on CNN, was cornered on CNN about the efficacy of masks. Wait until you see how this moron tried to weasel his way out of it. Unbelievably stupid answer. Roll it. I would hope that if, in fact, we get to the point where the volume of cases is such and organizations like the CDC recommend, CDC doesn't mandate anything. I mean, Uh, recommends that people wear masks, I would hope that they abide by the recommendation and take into account the risk to themselves and to their families. And again, we're not talking about forcing anybody to do anything. Totally understood. There is a perception out there by many, how many, I don't know, that they don't work and that the data concludes that they didn't work in the first go round. Respond to that on masks. Yeah, well, that's not so. I mean, when you're talking about at the population level, that the data are less strong than knowing that if you look on a situation as an individual protecting themselves or protecting them from spreading it, there's no doubt that masks work. Different studies give different percentages of advantage of wearing it, but there's no doubt that the weight of the studies, and there have been many studies, indicate the benefit of wearing masks. I'm going to refer to one of them. You've heard about it before. I heard about it from a number of radio callers. Here it is. Uh, Brett Stevens in The Times talked about Cochrane. Put that on the screen. The most rigorous and comprehensive analysis of scientific studies conducted on the efficacy of masks for reducing the spread of respiratory illness, including COVID-19, was published last month. Its conclusions, said Tom Jefferson, the Oxford epidemiologist who is the lead author, were unambiguous. There is just no evidence that they, masks, make any difference he told the journalist Mayanne Damasi, full stop. But wait, hold on. What about the N95 masks as opposed to the lower quality? Surgical or cloth masks makes no difference. None of it, he said. Well, what about the studies that initially persuaded policymakers to impose mask mandates? They were convinced by non-randomized studies, flawed observational studies. How do we get beyond that finding of that particular review? Listen to this answer. Yeah, but there are other studies, Michael, that show at an individual level for individual. When you're talking about the effect on the epidemic or the pandemic as a whole, the data are less strong. But when you talk about as an individual basis of someone protecting themselves or protecting themselves from spreading it to others, there's no doubt that there are many studies that show that there is an advantage. When you took at the broad population level, like the Cochrane study, 
the data are less firm with regard to the effect on the overall pandemic. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about an individual's effect on their own safety. That's a bit different than the broad population level. Okay. Let me just give you the honest answer. I mean, and I'm not changing. I'm changing his words, but I'm not changing what he said. The guy on CNN that's all hopped up on uh, looks like cocaine, right, Eli? Did you see that guy's eyes? He's like this. Tony Fauci, you uh, tell us what's going on. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Exactly. Okay. (laughs) Tony Fauci just said this. This guy said this study from the New York Times from a guy who's clearly one of the top epidemiologists and virologists says that masks don't work even a little bit. As a matter of fact, they do the opposite. Tony Fauci's answer for this was, well, there are all these studies out there too. So he's not, first of all, he's not saying that that study is false. Number one, notice that. He's not saying that study is false, that study is flawed. He's saying there are other studies out there too. But what that study's doing is focusing on the broad pandemic. What I'm saying is there are other studies out there that focus on the individual. And if you focus on the individual, masks actually work better. Eli, can you tell me what what makes up a population? A bunch of people that are called what? Yeah, and what are they when they're by themselves? Individuals. Now, this study is probably right when you're looking at the pandemic as a whole. You know, a bunch of people living in a country wearing masks together. But if you take the studies by the individual, then the individual shows that masks are highly effective. How is that even... How's that possible? Can anybody tell me how that's possible? That doesn't make any... That, McFly, it doesn't make any sense. As, as a whole, that study might be right. But as an individual, there are other studies that say they work. <laughs> My brain hurts. Does anybody else's brain hurt right now? Well, you know what's coming, ladies and gentlemen. Dumb, dumb award of the day. You see how they twist things and spin things? Oh, that's the, that's, I understand that study exists, but there are other studies that talk about how they do it on an individual level. If, if I'm mistaken, please somebody, you know, let's take this back. If I'm mistaken, please somebody tell me where I'm mistaken. Play it back. Policymakers to impose mask mandates, they were convinced by non-randomized studies, flawed observational studies. How do we get beyond that finding of that particular review? Yeah, but there are other studies, Michael, that show at an individual level for individual. When you're talking about the effect on the epidemic or the pandemic as a whole, the data are less strong. But when you talk about as an individual basis of someone protecting themselves or protecting themselves from spreading it to others, there's no doubt that there are many studies that show that there is an advantage when you took it. You know what I love how they're just talking about studies, studies. This person studied, that person studied. I clearly didn't study because I'm a moron. I'm a reject. I clearly didn't study. I mean, am I wrong here? Yeah, if you're talking about the, the, the pandemic as a whole, then they weren't very strong. The masks he's talking about. But on an individual level, they worked great. They were super strong. <laughs> What's that, Eli? Yeah. Eli said, let the professionals do all the thinking, you idiot. (laughs) Well, ladies and gentlemen, just like last time, 
I'm going to go ahead and say the same thing that I said this time around with COVID 2.0. Just keep yourself healthy. Just keep yourself healthy. Walk at least an hour, um, a mile a day on a treadmill or around your block or whatever, right? Make sure that you know that garbage in is going to be garbage out. So try to plant as... My wife is pulling buckets of fruits and vegetables from our garden lately. I mean, we're eating like kings on grown fruit, uh, fruits and vegetables from our own backyard. But if you don't have the time to do that, and you don't have the time to go get the stuff from farm stands and all that, well, then make sure that you're not putting garbage in by taking one scoop of finely ground fruits and vegetables into a superhuman food powder, and then put a bottle of water on it, shake it up, and boom, COVID will not come near you. COVID will not come near you if you are an avid and everyday drinker of Field of Greens. You will be absolutely indestructible like that mean green globalist fighting machine, Mike Crispy. Oh, baby. What's yes, that Frank. one more time? Let's go, there he is baby. Right yes, there. You will be like him. You will have the energy if you drink Field of Greens as Alex Jones. You will fall. You will not bring humanity down. God is going to destroy you. Talking about COVID, ladies and gentlemen. So fieldofgreens.com. Whoever, I don't think Field of Greens thought I was going to use Alec Jones and Mike, Mike Crispy as spokesman to try to sell their product. But, ladies and gentlemen, it's not only trying to sell the product. Obviously, they're trying to sell the product. They have a business. But anybody, who, anybody in the chat who's been taking it will tell you they feel like Superman or Superwoman. I don't want to assume your heroic gender. <laughs> Another one, ladies and gentlemen, all natural, all amazing, great company, actually love what we say, echo what we say, and probably wear the t-shirts from our store, OFP Farms. Look at how great they are. Look at that logo. Look at those two little goats up there. You want to become part of a herd? You want to become part of a real family? The LFA family is great. But you want to become part of a real LFA herd? Well, then you got to go and you got to join OFPFarms.com. Become part of the herd today. Now, that doesn't make you a sheep. It makes you a goat. Real goat milk. Real bath and body soap. Real uh, beard oil. Real goat milk hand and body lotion. Bath bombs and more. Deodorants. All that. And look at that. Fall is in the air, folks. Candied apple bourbon is by far one of the best fall soaps we've ever made and it's only around for a short period of time be sure to get yours today see that it says get me some click that button use the promo code lfa15 automatically get yourself 15 percent off and you really do help uh promote and prop up a great american company amen and ladies and gentlemen if you're just joining in you get two hours today of live from america mike crispy is not here must not be mentally strong on a labor day <coughs> holiday i guess i drink a little bit more field of greens than my boy and i guess eli drinks more field of greens than the, the most base producer of all time i'm just kidding we actually just we rag on each other all the time here i do thank mike crispy for um you know, giving me an extra hour to be with you folks here back to back to back to back. So God bless each and every one of you. Make sure you click up a thumbs up and share this video. Now, moving on, because we've got plenty of stories to get to, through today. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's an election year, right? And you know that if we are in an election year, well, then we've got to have, it's never an election year unless you have BLM and Antifa, right? That's how you know it's an election year. If you're living under a rock and you don't understand that this is the year that we are, the year coming up is the year that we vote for a president, you would know by the mindless, idiotic, ignorant chance walking down the street of Black Lives Matter and Antifa. Oh, oh, that's right. Must be an election year. Ha! 
Well, they're back, ladies and gentlemen, because if you didn't see the video, a pregnant woman tried to run over two cops who were trying to get her out of the car for shoplifting booze. She's pregnant, by the way. Keep that in mind. Pregnant, okay? Stole booze. Cops are called. Cops came to arrest her. She did not comply. Drove forward. One cop was in front of the car. She almost ran him over. Now, did it constitute shooting her? Probably not. Cops do get away with cops do a lot of that nowadays, but it's not like she floored it. She was doing like three miles an hour and he moved out of the way. His life wasn't really in danger. However, comply. Any of us could be shot at any day and any day. You know how you know how I know I'm not gonna get shot by the police, at least legally, if I'm not doing anything illegal. Now I might get shot by the FBI because they don't like the truth. But ladies and gentlemen, shot a chance of whose streets are streets. Who's streets? Our streets filled the air as Black Lives Matter came back out because, you know, this is going to help things. Roll it. We don't get it. Shut it down. What a bunch of babies. Never mind that 60% of them are white and dumb AF. Somebody cue the Proud Boys, get them, on the, get them on the call and have them come out here like they did back in Portland, Oregon and come and make a Pez dispenser out of these people's heads. Remember that, Eli? Remember that guy jumped over the crowd and smoked that Antifa girl in the forehead and her head went flying back? Remember when Bay Stickman was out there knocking people out with his cast? Can we get those people? Boy, they, they, uh, they came together really quick, didn't they? Black lives matter. If we don't get it, shut it down. How about... If you try to shut it down, we'll beat the brakes off of you and knock your teeth down your throat, send you crying back, come to mommy, you 60% white losers. What a bunch of morons. Oh, but that wasn't the only group of idiots trying to get a little attention this weekend. You know, the Fed boys are in town, right? You know, there's a, uh, there's a new group. You know, the Patriot Front is done. Right, that the, the, the khaki pants and the blue shirts, you know, the same colors as the FBI. The Patriot, the Patriot Front group, we haven't seen them in weeks. Because there's a new one out now. There's a new one out. Are you ready? And these guys are saying, hail Ukraine. Right? Hail the Azov Battalion. And they like Joe Biden, <laughs> Biden better than Trump. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Roll it. Remember, there's a presidential race going on right now. Are you going to vote in 2024? What do you think is going to happen? My vote is useless. I think Biden's better than Trump because he sends rockets to Ukraine. (laughs) 
in support of Ukraine, you mean? Hail Ukraine! Hail Azov! Love Ukraine! Hail Ukraine! Tell me this, Christine. Have I just your fucking dreidel, you fucking reborn slave? Should have said viewer discretion advised. Christopher, there's a presidential race going on right now. Okay. So that's your new Nazi group. They say, um, hail Ukraine, hail Azov. Now, if you don't know who the Azov Battalion are, they are the largest white supremacist Nazi group on planet Earth. And they reside in Ukraine. And they absolutely are, have been literally adopted into the Ukraine military. And this is a subsection of them here in the United States, apparently. Okay? Now, ladies and gentlemen, how many people of you know John Manadio? Well, John Manadio, ladies and gentlemen, I'll, I'll just read the story for you, okay? A group of masked red-clad white supremacists that you just saw were spotted marching in the streets of Florida on Saturday, yelling racial slurs and being about as obscene as possible. In other words... Feds on parade. Shortly after the disturbing incident, internet sleuths uncovered that one of the Nazis who marched in Florida was a Ukrainian soldier who was somehow found his way to the United States. Oh, oh, by the way, did we forget to mention? Just so happens that he's apparently linked to the CIA. Now, I want to give a big shout out to Laura Loomer because one of the greatest investigative journalists of our time, very underrated, by the way, and underappreciated Laura Loomer. Kent Boneface McClellan was arrested by the FBI in Florida for domestic terrorism in May of 2012. The FBI said he and others were preparing a terrorist act against national minorities in Florida. He then fled to Ukraine to join the right sector of creation, a creation of the CIA in 2014. In 2022, he returned to Ukraine and was reportedly deported. Now he's back in Florida, where he's active in the local Nazi scene. Yesterday, he was on I-4 with a group of Nazis who were saying they support Joe Biden while they were waving swastika flags and shouting slurs at the reporter because he was Jewish. There's no way you get away with all that after being arrested by the FBI for domestic terrorism. And there's no way you get away with, with traveling to Ukraine to fight in a foreign war as an American citizen defected mercenary unless you are some type of FBI or CIA informant. Yesterday, Laura Loomer scooped another one of these um, loser racist Nazi fed boys, identifying John Manadio as the leader of the GDL, which is the Goyam Defense League. And it turns out he's also apparently tied to another shady, powerful three-letter group, the ADL, the Anti-Defamation League. So who's paying the bills of these people, number one? And who are these people, number two? Well, ladies and gentlemen, let me just play you a video here of one of the guys that we're talking about here, and he was shown to be in this Nazi group. He's also a pedophile all over line trying to lure boys and young men into his bed, apparently. It's so weird. Hi, how are you? 
Hello. Oh my god, you look so cute. I was just saying how cute you were while my mic was muted. What are you doing? Oh, I heard you. What Thank did you, you. What did you hear me say? I'm half Asian. I know you're go you're gorgeous. Are you half Asian? What was that? Can anybody tell me what in the hell that just was? That's the Fed boy online trying to get in boys' pants, apparently. Here's another one. Take a needle and you take ink and you stab it into your hand a bunch of times. It's a tattoo. Oh, my God. I have one here. I have one here. And I have one on my hand. Oh, my goodness. That's crazy. Yeah. I, you, sh you should totally do like a swastika. Just say fuck it. Just fuck. Look at me. I, I got this. Look at this. I got this white supremacist one. You see this? Yes, because white people are fucking awesome. And I apologize for the for the language. I should have. I should have. Before I did this segment, I should have said viewer discretion advised. I apologize. I forget that we have children that watch this show, but they should know what's out there. Because these are the people that are all online sowing discord, sowing uh, racism in our nation, showing up at these places. They're all CIA and Fed boys. They're all operatives. Their job is not to try to make everybody a white nationalist. Their job is to sow racist discord in our country so that the Fed, so that the politicians come in on the back end and pick it up and use that narrative to move forward and then attach that narrative to anybody they want to take down. You understand what's going on here? These are all, they're not mentally ill either. They're CIA and FBI operatives. They're the same people that were in the January 6th crowd causing all that to happen. They're the people that were causing the disruption. They're also the people that were shooting the grenades. They're also the people that cried that you attacked them. They're all part of the same group. Again, they're all part of the same exact group. Now, something on even a larger scale that's all part of the same group, look at the border, look at the southern border. Look at the southern border. That is being funded, propped up, financed, guided, and pushed by the United States government. The largest NGO working with them, not Catholics, but the Catholic Church, right? We don't hate our military. We can't stand the Pentagon. We don't hate Catholics. We hate the Catholic Church because of the shady stuff they're involved in. And there's no denying that they're the largest NGO about pushing these people across the southern border. But at the same time, they're the ones causing it, and they're the ones utilizing and using it to push their agenda. And now we already know that New York City and Mayor Eric 8th grade Adams has said, bring me all of them. And now we can't handle them. Bring me all of them, but we can't handle them. Right? Massachusetts. Huge liberal state. A lot of people watching from there right now. If you're from Massachusetts, please share the video. They just called up the National Guard to help cope with illegal immigrants amid protests. Democrat Massachusetts Governor Maura Healey late last week deployed 250 National Guard members to help deal with the influx of illegal aliens overrunning their state. Their main task will be to transfer the asylum seekers to shelters, basically your communities, around the state. So they call it in. 
They welcome it fully. They fund it. They push it. And then they use it in order to further their agenda, which is the great replacement. They're giving them driver's licenses. They're making employers now hire them rather than you using, you know, the, um, remember how a, uh, Uh, an employer or an owner of a company would verify whether they were legal or not, right? Now they're telling you to skip that and they're forcing you to hire these illegal aliens so that they can get them to pay taxes. And once they pay taxes and have driver's licenses, then they're going to push for them to all vote in federal elections because they're paying their fair share, right? Quote, we're grateful to the brave men and women of the National Guard for stepping up to help us ensure that every family and emergency shelter has their needs met, including access to food, transportation, Medicare, and education. Now, I'm going to tell you another thing that's about ready to happen. Ready for this? If you in any way get government assistance, if you in any way get maybe say part of your mortgage is paid because you're down and out and you're under some program where somebody's helping pay your mortgage or something. If you're getting anything subsidized whatsoever, or if you're not paying your mortgage, they're going to fast track foreclosure or they're going to kick you out of your own home, the bank, and they're going to put somebody in there who's willing to pay the mortgage. Meaning the last step in all of this whole plan and we've already seen stages one two and three play out fourth is taking your home actually we've seen stages one and two play out three is playing out and four is taking out everything you own you think i'm lying and this is our own government now you're going to see a reoccurring theme here of people at these Uh, Trump events and protests and other things like that. And it's going to be people, the same people over and over again, like the guy in the jailbird suit, right? And the trans girls that I was yelling at in Miami, they're everywhere. They're, they're literally shipped everywhere, right? Here's Will Johnson talking to her. By the way, she's illegal. She's not even here legally. Here's Will Johnson talking to her at another event. Trump 2024 for prison. Why? Trump 2020. Because he's a criminal. He's a sociopathic criminal. Give me an example. He called Raffensperger. I told Raffensperger, I need 780 votes. One more than we need. It was 11,000, by the way. Trying to steal the votes from black folks. Trying to steal the vote from black folks. Why is it illegal to ask for votes? He tried to steal the votes from black folks. But you said he asked for more votes, right? So is it illegal to ask for more votes? When is it illegal? Why is that illegal? I'm literally asking a legit question. That's not a legitimate question. Is, okay, I don't give a fuck about the stupid black folks who voted for Trump. Oh, she just said Trump tried to steal black votes and then said, I don't give a bleep about Trump stealing votes from black people. Trump is an effing racist. That's these people, folks. By the way, anytime you see me post anything about BLM, Antifa, crazy Democrat. There's more likely going to be some viewer discretion advised stuff in there. But the difference between mainstream media and LFA TV is we'll actually show it, we'll actually expose it, 
and we'll actually play it in its entirety unedited because unedited because this is the country, folks. And I understand that I've got, you know, kids watching and stuff like that, but this is the country. This is the state of our country today. Now, let's bring up the LFA TV live chat. Shows how ignorant she is. Amen. Amen. She isn't black and she is from another country. That's right, Amanda. That's right. These freakazoids are so entertaining, says Scotty. Bad language is all they know. Jeremy, I finally saw Sound of Freedom. Glad I did. Amazon and Netflix won't stream it. What does that tell you? Go back to Jamaica, lady. Right near the beach, boy. (laughs) She's a dumbass, uneducated immigrant. All right. She's an idiot. I agree. The cocaine is working, says Scotty. (laughs) The cocaine is working. (laughs) Uneducated hood rat from another country. I like that. Wore my LFA TV shirt proudly on Saturday. LFA rocks, says Scoops Skittaters. Well, God bless you for wearing that. Give her the Dum Dum Award. Can't already gave it away. Jeremy, this was where I live in Altamonte Springs, Florida this weekend. Oh, we're the Nazis. Okay. Jeremy, I posted news about Sarah Young, author of Jesus Calling, in the comment section below. Yeah, I know there's a lot about Sarah um, uh, Sarah Young, and a lot of people don't like her. I understand that. I thought she was charming. <laughs> She's not legal, so, yeah, there you go. Trump shut her welfare off. I like that, too. I like that, too. Logan says, I wore my Freedom t-shirt this past weekend. There's no better time to wear that. Actually, there's no better time to wear the Christ 2024 um, Save America t-shirts. Those are the best. Those are the best. She needs, to be <laughs> she needs to be some serious cleaning of the gene pool. Or there needs to be. Yes. Yes. Amen. Jeremy, are you coming to the Trump rally this Friday? Well, we, uh, we're supposed to find out <laughs> nothing like last minute, right? The media credentials had to be in by no later than 5 o'clock on Friday. Ours were in way, uh, way before that. Oh, that she passed away, Barbara said. Yes, I did know that. I'm sorry. I, th- I saw some other stuff come in. Yes, Sarah Young passed away. Yes, I did hear that too. I'm sorry, Barbara. I thought you were talking about something else. Yes, that's truly, that's truly sad. I know. I know. That's why I'm glad we have the Jesus Calling and the Jesus Listens books, right? Um... All right, ladies and gentlemen, listen, we are in hour number two now. We're in hour number two. We're at 12.05, second hour today of Live from America. If you're just joining in, I want to say thank you very much. I want to ask you if you could, it would be very, very nice if you could click the thumbs up button. It's right below the description um, or maybe to the right of the description, depending on what you're watching on. Also, please share this link of this Rumble video and do not be afraid to download the LFA TV mobile app because uh, every time we're live, that is what's playing. It's very simple. We now have over 108 reviews. If we could get 500 reviews by the end of this week, I'd be so very happy. So just go to your um, Android or your Apple Play Store, download the LFA TV network app, so that you can take us with you wherever we go. And, ladies and gentlemen, you can give us a five-star review. That would be incredible. We would love that. Thank you. Now, also, ladies and gentlemen, before we get to the next segment, which we got 
should have plenty of time to get through everything today. I also want to urge you guys, if you have not, um, if you are early Christmas shopping, another place, because you can't have everything that's on there, is MyPillow.com. And we have our own landing page there. It's MyPillow.com slash LFA. Or you can use the promo code LFA. Now, I know everybody under the sun has a MyPillow code. But one thing's for sure is I've never, ever, ever stopped ordering from Mike Lindell. I order one thing every few months ourselves. We order some towels. We order some sheets. If we already have it, we order them for somebody else, for birthdays, for Christmas, for anything like that. I really, really, really love ordering the small roll-and-go-anywhere pillows, especially the Bible pillows for children. Um, And also, he's got his own gummies now as well. So check it out, ladies and gentlemen. They now have the Bible Stories Collection throw blankets as well to match with the throw pillow or the the small travel pillows. MyPillow.com, promo code LFA. You're helping two patriots. Uh, You're helping two companies and ladies and gentlemen if you're shopping anyway why not shop where it matters mypillow.com promo code lfa okay thank you ruth for giving the five star rating i appreciate that i appreciate that hour number two jeremy don't threaten me with a good time consider yourself threatened let's lift up our cups folks and let's have our second slurp for hour number two holly says mike lindell is a crackpot that's nice of you That's very nice of you. I bet you're amazing because you're a child of God. And I would never call another child of God a crackpot. But we forgive you. And I'm sure Mike Lindell would as well. Moving on. We have new information on the second hour about the disabled vet that was killed at his home. Number of people now have been killed in their comfort of their own homes by the FBI and pre-dawn raid ambushes, okay? Let's get into this. We have some new information about the 100% disabled veteran that was killed in the pre-dawn raid in Henderson, Tennessee, okay? A family is desperately seeking answers after FBI agents busted down the door to Bonnie Deschler's home and killed her son, Theodore Deschler, in front of her in a pre-dawn raid earlier this month. By the way, there's been three of those that we know of. Again, three of those that we know of. The FBI is refusing to tell the mother, Bonnie Deschler, why they showed up in armored vehicles at 6 a.m. on my birthday, August 16th, pulled her out of the house, tossed her in the back of a police car, and fatally shot her son. Quote, it's none of your business, the FBI agents told her after they blew open her house and killed her son. According to local WBBJ, FBI agents showed up at Bonnie Deschler's home in Henderson, Tennessee to serve her son Theodore with an arrest warrant when things apparently turned deadly. Isn't it amazing how these things keep turning deadly? And here's what I think you should do if you can afford to do so. Have cameras throughout your entire house. Have cameras outside and inside so when the FBI comes in and fatally murders you, your family can take them to court and sue the pants off of them. Because I'll guarantee you none of this stuff needed deadly force. Just like that pregnant woman. It didn't need deadly force for you to shoot her because she stole alcohol. The neighbor told WBBJ he woke up at 6 6 a.m. after he heard loud bangs. Quote, I was woken up about 6 o'clock this morning. I heard a loud bang. Then I heard a couple more. I heard the loudspeakers. Come out with your hands up. We're the FBI. We're not going anywhere. Before I knew it, I was coming out to see what was going on and watched one of them uh, bust their windows. Theodore's family believes he was unarmed when the agents busted down the door 
and threw flashbangs into his home. Quote, it was a senseless act. You know Teddy was a 100% disabled veteran. He had problems. He had severe PTSD. He had depression, but he was getting help for that, and it was senseless. He didn't have a weapon on him. He was trying to get out of the house because he was filled with tear gas, Theodore's mother, Bonnie, told WBBJ. The house was destroyed by tear gas, flashbangs, and bullets. Flash grenades, flashbangs, and bullets. Most of the windows were busted out. What do you think is going to happen when you do that to a severely uh, disturbed PTSD soldier? Right? You couldn't see the height of the door and where Teddy was standing when they shot him and killed him. You couldn't see if he was armed or not. And you know he wasn't. Because if you look at the door, you could see where his hands were full of blood and went, down to, and went down the door. Well, if he had a weapon in his hand, that wouldn't be the case, says Bonnie Deschler. The FBI involved shooting is currently under investigation, so the family is in dark about the details, right? We can't talk about it. It's under investigation. We're, yeah, exactly, Eli, by them. Was, um, did you, now, do you remember when Donald Trump was president? And everybody said he was going to destroy the world, cause World War III, and he was going to go door to door and round up people and murder Democrats. Isn't it amazing that they're guilty of doing the same thing they, they thought Donald Trump would do? They're going door to door and killing MAGA Trump supporters. That's what's really happening here. Anybody who dares to speak out or says anything a little bit edgy, even if it is over the line, doesn't deserve to die. But they're going door to door killing people, aren't they? Ladies and gentlemen, Rumble has us on the top featured picks on the front page. God bless Rumble for understanding what the truth needs, how much the truth needs to be out there. Rumble has us on the front page. We want to welcome all newcomers. They don't even have us on the small thing. They have us on the major featured page. Thank you, Rumble. We appreciate your kindness. We appreciate your support to push this truth out there further. And it couldn't be better than this second hour. Now. Let's continue to talk about more attacks from our government because we've already talked about Maui. We've already talked about the manufacturing, food manufacturing and packaging plants. We've already talked about the massive uh, uh, train derailments that we believe are because of our own government. Look at the world on fire. We showed you where the world was on fire everywhere, right? Well, ladies and gentlemen, let me show you something out of Parrish, Louisiana real quick. This is out of Parrish, Louisiana. Tiger Island Fire, Louisiana Office State Fire Marshal. Video footage. That's right. This is in Parrish, Louisiana. Louisiana on fire too, folks. Everywhere's on fire. But I'm going to get to the bottom of this story here. It's so hot. This motherfucker's sister's house. Let's see if it makes it or not. I might not make it. Come on, chickens! Don't look like the truck's gonna make it. I don't think the house is gonna make it neither. Yep. Want to know the crazy part about this one? This one was actually arson, and we know it was. State officials announced yesterday that the devastating wildfire that ravaged 
over 33,000 acres in Louisiana, burning up people's homes, trucks, livelihoods. The largest in the state's history was caused by, you guessed it, arson. How much do you want to make a bet? 90% of the other wildfires, including the ones in Canada, were also caused by arson. And if it wasn't regular arson, then it was government and state officials doing it. Why? To push the fact that climate change is ravaging the world. And if you give us more billions, we can stop it. You know what's weird, Eli? Is they call people that claim that the government can literally um, control the weather, they call them conspiracy theorists. But these same people that call conspiracy theorists and label people that think that the government control the weather are telling you that if you give them billions, they can control the weather. And Eli just made a good point too. You know what's weird? The more money we give them, the worse it actually gets. So let's break this down. The government can control the weather. The government's cloud seeding. The government has DEWs, direct energy weapons. The government can cause earthquakes. The government can cause massive hurricanes, blah, blah, blah. Shut up, you conspiracy theorist. That's so stupid. Give us billions so we can control the climate. What the hell are you? That's about as dumb as the answer of Tony Fauci that says, well, the mask study that was done on a large population, that's correct. But studies show that on an individual level, the masks work. That's about as dumb as saying that. You idiot conspiracy theory. We can't control the weather or climate. But give us billions of dollars and we'll fix it. That's, a, that's just common sense. That's, that's logical, critical thinking. Not CRT thinking, critical thinking. Give us more money so that we can, you know, stop all this stuff from happening. Boy, I love exposing people here on LFA TV, don't you, Eli? Eli said he could never go back to a regular job now because of what he knows from this job. He could never go back to living a regular job and just being a, you know, ignorance is bliss kind of person. We can't control the weather, but give us some money so we can, you know, control how it operates and works. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. How much sense does that make? Let's ask the LFA TV family now that we are... Um, Got so many newcomers in. They used harp in Vietnam. Climate change is a fraud. The Canada fires. Officials were stopping citizens from trying to fight the fires. I know that to be, the tr- to be true. If we give them billions, they just send it to Ukraine. Jeremy, in Oregon, we're trying to bring back, ma- they're trying to bring back masks in Oregon. I will not comply. Good for you. Good for you. I could never go back to viewing regular news after watching LFA says Ricky. Me neither, brother. Me neither. God bless you for being here every day. Shan says you will own nothing and be happy. That is truth. Did you do the Dumb Dumb Award for the month of August? You know what? I did not, but we'll do that tomorrow. We'll do that tomorrow. The government seeding clouds in Vietnam to extend monsoons. That's truth. They did the same in Maui. That's truth. Five out of seven fires in the, hall, in the area have been started by illegal homeless camps. Wow. Look at that. You know what's funny, Eli? Is you've got Tony Fauci trying to backtrack on um, the masks, right? You got the government saying they can't control the weather, but give us more money and we'll control the weather, right? You've got Oprah Winfrey and Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, who, by the way, Oprah Winfrey is a multi-billionaire and The Rock is almost a billionaire. 
coming on camera begging for you, the already impoverished person, to give more money to help the Maui fires, even though you've given enough to Ukraine, they can't spend their billions to put up tent homes on their properties in Hawaii, right? But here's the other thing. Think about this sag after BS, right? All these people, um, you know, striking to do their shows. Nobody even knew. By, by the way, nobody even knew that these late night TV shows were not on until somebody said something, right? Here's my question. You've got the late night talk show hosts that aren't on at night because of the SAG after strikes, right? And it's an integrity move on their part. Okay. You got Hollywood shut down because it's an integrity move on their part to get these people more money, right? Eli, how come the view is still on? And how, how inconsiderate must Whoopi Goldberg, Joyless Behar, and the rest of the know-nothing uh, clucking hens on the view how incredibly insensitive of them not to strike for these people not getting paid. Isn't that what they should do, Eli? Right? I mean, if you're going to be out there and you're going to be saying, hey, we're with you, but yet you still have your show on, you should stop your show. How incredibly insensitive is that? Ladies and gentlemen, I want everybody right now to go to The View's Facebook page, Twitter page, whatever it is that you use, and I want everybody right now to light them up. Light them up and say, how incredibly insensitive of, uh, uh, to, to these people are you from continuing to have producers run your show? Are you, wait a minute, are you saying that you're essential? Whoopi Goldberg, are you saying that you're essential? That doesn't make any sense to me. They should be on strike too. Strike, strike, strike. Very insensitive. What we're going to do is we're going to pit these two against each other. It's going to be so easy. They're so stupid. Why isn't Congress standing up for the Constitution? Amen. Amen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, over the weekend, James, James O'Keefe released another beauty. Right. The great thing about James O'Keefe is he's the gift that keeps on giving. Right. So, you know, James O'Keefe has been arming citizens with cameras, making citizen journalists out of literally everybody. Well, James O'Keefe has been in communities. He's been getting people of Best Buy fired. He's been getting cops fired. He's in these communities going to these school board districts. And get this, ladies and gentlemen, James O'Keefe was at the Roselle Park School Board meeting and the mayor comes in and asks him to leave and take, give him his camera. Can you imagine that, Eli? James O'Keefe going, yeah, here's my camera, and I'm going to leave now. <laughs> Roll it. Can we get cameras? Yeah, yeah. can we talk afterwards? Hey, I'd like to talk. I don't think you belong here. Why not? Because you're conservative, right? Hey, how you doing, little mama? I would assume you have conservative leanings, right? I believe in the first. Okay, got it. I understand. This is our town, okay? I'm a step resident of the state. I got it. I understand. Do you have any kids in the school system here? Um, no. Got it. Yeah. And there lies my point. Okay. So do you have kids? I don't have kids. You're the mayor of this town? I am the mayor of this okay. town. And it's so, my job, yeah. right? It's my job to interact with the board insofar as keeping kids safe, mm -hmm. right? And 
it's a, my firm opinion, mm-hmm. the undue chaos that mm-hmm. you've brought here. How did I bring chaos? <laughs> you are making people feel unsafe. How so? Because <laughs> there is no reason for anybody in any of these schools to feel... What are you looking at? You're looking over here? Got it. The guy so who called you're, me a commie. You're, you're, you're not making any sense. I'm a reporter asking questions, which is my First Amendment right. Got it. Your First Amendment right. Got it. That, does that matter to you? No, of course it matters to me. Why does, it, why does the First Amendment matter to you? You make children feel intimidated here. It's pathetic. What do you think about Lavender, the person who is banging mannequins we knocked on the door? Hi there, looking for Austin <laughs> McCaffrey? Yes, I remember this. Lavender was, was eating babies and uh, screwing mannequins online. Do you know about that? I don't know who Lavender is. Do you know they, they, they were, they, the school district uh, fired yeah. them? Yep. You know exactly who Lavender is. <laughs> oh my gosh, the mayor. Yeah, you shouldn't be here at this um, school board meeting. Why? I'm a resident of the state. Yeah, but you don't have any kids here. Do you have any kids? No. Case closed. <laughs> I, I, I just, I'm, all the videos that I've showed you today of these numbnuts all over the world saying the most horrendously stupid things, being caught up in the most transparent, ridiculous schemes that they're trying to run or narratives that they're trying to push or agendas that they have. And then catching them like a rat in a corner, and their answers are mind-boggling to me. Yeah, you, you don't have any kids in this district. Do you have any kids? No, I don't. Up, up, up. That's the mayor. Now, he's also running, uh, by the way, just so you know, he's also running for Senate. He's also running for Senate. And he goes by the name of New Jer- he's the New Jersey mayor and U.S. Senate Canada, uh, candidate Michael Signorello asks for OMG's hidden camera in an attempt to ambush James. James is the master ambusher. Nobody's going to run up on James O'Keefe and say, excuse me, I'm with blah, 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 can I ask you some questions? And James, James run away. Does anybody see any chaos? You're making the students feel uncomfortable. You mean like Lavender? I don't know who Lavender is. Oh, you don't? Are you aware that he got fired from the district? Yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> Unbelievable. Folks, if you're new to the channel, uh, make sure you subscribe to LFA TV. We have 14 hours of Monday through Friday uh, daily shows, hour shows, one right after the other, like a streaming platform. You pop out of one, you go into the next, you watch it till it's done, or you save it, watch it later. 14 hours a day, hard hitting, amazing, very diverse opinions and um, uh, points of view from each and every host on LFA TV. Uh, It is definitely the new news um, where these other stations try to be news. uh, They just end up being lame, boring, lying, or involved in just the same stuff that the mainstream media is involved in, uh, just trying to make a name for themselves. (coughs) Who's Max? Anyway, um, if you're just joining here, then just please subscribe, like the video, share it. You're going to love it being here. And also, we have weekend content as well, who's <coughs> Max? <laughs> Sorry, had a had a uh, had something caught in my throat there. Anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> uh, where are we here? I completely lost my. Uh... Yes, here we are, Colorado. 
Now, we have been talking about uh, this war on our children for quite some time. And we've been talking about this indoctrination for quite some time. And it was never more apparent than when I was in the gas station about two months ago. And I was, it was when the um, LGBTQ flag was hanging in our, uh, you know, in our town square and all these businesses had it. Remember that? Well, I was in the gas station and I was talking crap about the LGBTQ community and children in there were looking at me like I should have been arrested. Like they just don't know. They just don't know. Right. And we just keep exposing and we keep showing the indoctrination firsthand. Colorado teachers and the teachers union as a whole is directing educators, that means teachers and superintendents and the like, how to hide and how to destroy evidence of LGBTQ indoctrination. A teachers union in Colorado is taking a page out of Hillary's bleach bit book on how to delete the digital evidence of their crimes, of their pedophilia. The Jefferson County Education Association, or acronymed JCEA, which oversees nearly 80,000 children. Think about the indoctrination camp that you send your children to school seven hours a day, 80,000 of them, in the Jefferson County Education Association from K to 12 in Colorado. They've been caught assisting its teachers with what likely amounts to breaking state and federal law and instructing them on how to continue getting away with it. In yet another rabid attempt to indoctrinate children, your kids, the destructive LGBTQ ideology, which is pedophilia at the heart, Teachers in Jefferson County reportedly employed several tactics, one of which being gender surveys that screened the students' uh, preferred pronouns. This was reportedly being done without parental consent and in secret and would violate federal law via the Pupil Protection Rights Amendment, which requires that schools notify parents of surveys and provide a mechanism for parents to opt out. According to CBS, oh, by the way, When our children were in public school and they sent a letter home saying that they were going to start teaching sex ed in second and third grade, we opted out of that. The teachers hated that there. The teachers had to remove our children from the classroom, which made our children feel very uncomfortable, by the way, and put them in their own space, which, by the way, was a blue room with nothing in it, made them feel even more stupid, and segregated them from the other classrooms. Uh, students my children were wondering why and we just said because we said so that's why that was before we took them all out of the public school oh and by the way I love Greg Kelly uh, on Newsmax I love him and I love Schmidt as well now according to CBS Jefferson County administrators directed staff to refrain from conducting these surveys for the time being as several lawsuits regarding the matter were pending trial across the country. This however did not stop the JCEA which clearly values indoctrination over uh, over education and even the rule of law. The Defiant Teachers Union sent an email to its teachers encouraging them to continue and if they had to keep records make them untraceable just in case courts came sniffing around with subpoenas. Okay. From the JCEA email to teachers, verbatim, quote, if you, quest- if you do a questionnaire 
Please make it a paper and pencil activity. Any digital records are far more permanent and may be requested under federal law. The union also encouraged teachers to, quote, make your notations about students and not hold on to the documents. Violation of federal law. Arrest every one of them right now. Replace every teacher. Arrest the superintendent. Arrest the principal. Arrest anybody with any knowledge of it. Arrest anybody who was on the email. Arrest anybody who sent the email. Arrest anybody who replied to the email. Arrest them all. They're all pedophiles. Arrest them all. Naturally, parents are outraged about this when they got their hands on this email demanding answers. No surprise considering the social media accounts for JCAEA are plastered with LGBTQ virtue signaling. I actually have one of those. See if I can uh, see if I can pull that up for you. There we go. That's perfect. This was uh, this was posted on one of the JCEA accounts. Look at that. We stand for LGBTQIA+. So they even got it all the pronouns in there. Students and educators, happy pride. That was them, folks. Amazing. Arrest them all or knock their teeth out, one of the two. If they were doing it to my kids, I'd be in jail, I'll tell you that. That's me. I'm not encouraging any kind of violent activity. Just saying old school America would have never put up with that kind of crap. Moving on. We got all that going on, right? Nobody wants to bat an eye at child, you know, child porn and pedophilia. But yet, God forbid, somebody with a name comes out with a Christian cross on or a shirt that says anything about Christianity. Vilify that human being. Nail that human being to the cross. Sorry, God. Kill that man. As a sports star faces massive amounts of criticism for daring to wear a popular Christian symbol. How dare he? A Brazilian soccer star is facing a torrent of criticism for his choice of a necklace to wear as he traveled to deliver his services under a contract with the new soccer club. The situation is that the soccer star, Neymar, Da Silvas Santos Jr., somebody that my, my, uh, my son loves, arrived recently in Saudi Arabia after he signed to play for the uh, new Saudi Arabian Football League. According to a report from the Middle Eastern Media Research Institute, quote, as he stepped off the plane, Neymar was greeted by club officials amid the presence of a throng of reporters, all capturing the historic moment of this globally renowned player's arrival. But the report, he was wearing a diamond-studded cross pendant, and that seemingly um, stirred a wave of controversy in Saudi Arabia. Basically, they're paying this guy hundreds of millions of dollars to take off that cross. And he may even be sidelined if he does not comply. So I'm wondering, I'm wondering if he's going to comply. I'm wondering if you're starting to see the war on Christianity really start to ramp up as evil has reared its ugly head and more people are jumping to Christ. More people are going to God because of the evil, because of the catastrophes, because of the natural disasters, because of the fear, whatever it is, more people are going to God than ever before. I wonder if we're going to see a massive ramp up on attack on Christianity by world leaders and U.S. government officials. I bet we do. 
Now, Eli, there's people saying that there's a troll in the chat. Don't know who he is, but I'm glad he's here. Thank you for your, uh, thank you for your contribution to our page because your analytics bring us more money. Thank you. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick three-minute break, and we're going to talk about one way to make sure that you and your family are 100% safe when the stuff hits the fan. First of all, turn off your TVs, unless you're watching LFA TV. Second of all, make sure you got food and a bug-out bag, okay? Make sure you got survival food. Make sure you got a bug-out bag. If you don't know what a bug-out bag is, Google it. You can buy them already put together. Um, Matches, rope medical kits, anything that you might need to survive because the way, at the rate things are going, you might have to. And another way that you can do that right now, while money is still worth something and while you still have the ability to buy yourself something to make sure that you and your family are completely autonomous, that's 4patriots.com. 4patriots.com has literally the best stuff for making sure that you are, are in a survival emergency preparedness mode. Solar power generators. You remember Oprah Winfrey was calling for them and for Maui. She didn't buy any of them, though. Three-month survival food kits. Year survival food kits. Flashlights, food, seeds. Anything you need, ladies and gentlemen, you can get from 4patriots.com. And you could use the promo code LFA to get yourself 10% off for any kind of emergency that you find yourself in. Now, if you don't have enough money to buy one of those beautiful Patriot Power Generators that you see right there, well then, ladies and gentlemen, here's what you can do. A lot cheaper, a lot easier to handle, a lot lighter. You can attach it to your bug out bag and you can make sure that you always have power as long as the sun is coming out. And as far as God's concerned, his promises will tell you that that sun will keep coming out no matter what the Democrats say. So to get your ultimate backup portable power supply, then go to the link in this description, right under the description of everything that we talked about today, it's right in there, TACRIDELFATV.com. Get your portable solar station 50% off today and live a little bit more carefree. Now, we got to move on to Bidenomics. Before we actually get into how well Bidenomics is actually working and how bad it's not, let me ask you, the audience, let me take a real live poll here. You ready? Is your life financially today better than it was in 2017? Okay? Look at that. Bongino takes Field of Greens twice a day. That's amazing. Is your life financially better today than it was in 2017? That's the question. Let's see the answer. Here we go. Worse. No way. Worse. Heck no. Biden, Bad Moon says, try that shift here. I wish, no way, no. Hell to the no. Nope. Nope, it sucks now. Nope, my finances are heal. Hell to the no, no, no. No way, no way, no way. Oh my gosh, no. No, no, no. Hell no. Nope, I work and also we are still broke. Absolutely not. We need to get satellite phones. Yeah, you might be right. Nope. Our money seems to be flying out the window. Inflation is horrible. Trump's economics, way better. Gas is still over $4 a gallon here. There's not one person in this chat, Eli, that I see that says their life is financially better today than it was in 2017. Not one. Look at everybody. Bills have doubled. 
Lost my entire 401k. Try that in a small town. <laughs> exactly. Bring Trump back. Worse. Nope. Our Chinese restaurant prices went up three bucks on everything, says Carby Jerry. <laughs> I know. I know, though, right? $300 a barrel for crude oil. That right there. That right there is going to tell you everything you need to know about what gas is going to be like at the end of this year in the winter. $300 a barrel for crude oil. You know how much? Do you know that we were literally, they were paying us to take barrels of oil when Trump was in? Why do you think that we put our stock supply so high? I think he was getting it for what, like $9 a barrel or something like that? About as cheap as you could get it. 300 bucks a barrel now. Wait until that translates to the gas pump. Scotty says the cost of cocaine, even as inflation... <laughs> Somebody said they got to get an eight ball. To, 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 it's cheaper to get an eight ball than to take a gas and run to work. Amazing. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you a little how this Bidenomics is actually doing exactly what they want it to do. 1.2. This is a new. This is a new study. 1.2 native-born Americans lose a lose job in August as 711,000 foreign illegal aliens take the place and our newborn workers instead. The August monthly employment numbers came out last week, and it is not a good month for U.S. citizens, but a great month for foreign-born workers in America. This is exactly what they wanted. 1.2 million native-born Americans lost their jobs in August of 2023 while 771,000 foreign-born workers replaced them. Tell me, how that, how, tell me how that's working out for us. Tell me how that's sustainable in any way, shape, or form. It's not. This, is the, this, is, this was the plan all along. Pop up that graph. Here we go. 1.2 million Native American-born citizens lost their job in August biggest drop since COVID collapsed there it is right there there it is right there go to the next one 771,000 foreign born workers replaced them here's that right there that was the plan the whole time it's also part of the plan to get them Paying taxes, voting, and taking over America. The next is the culture to go. Culture is going to be gone in a decade. Unless Donald Trump comes back in 2025. J.A. Fish says, are we going to have a country left in 2025? Yes, we will. Remember when I told you at the very beginning all of this, what did I say? I said, America is too powerful and great to be destroyed in just four years no matter how bad Biden is and the reason why I said that was because of the spirit of the American person the spirit of the patriot and the fact that God's not dead he's surely alive that's why that's why I said that but that that number right there goes to show you Everything you need to know about the Biden administration, the Bidenomics, and exactly where we're headed. If we have a million point two, a million two hundred thousand Americans losing their job, and almost three, and over three quarters of a million people taking those jobs, 
how much you want to make a bet they're pay- getting paid less so the employer's paying less they're being forced by the Biden administration to hire these people where does that leave you where does that leave me where does that leave our kids see what I'm saying so what they do they tout Fox News Fox News of course Fox News brings out Biden's one of Biden's top advisors to try to tell you, the American person, that you don't know what you're talking about. Everybody wants Bidenomics. Even if you don't think you want it, it's doing good. I don't know how that works. Roll it. Something else. I really wanted to get back to, and I think you want to go there too, which is this thing I said earlier about how uh, people are perceiving the economy. You always like to give me your polls, and I get that, and those are real, and I'm not discounting them. But let me give you some other numbers. 82% support capping insulin costs for seniors at $35 a month. 81% support giving Medicare the power to negotiate for lower drug prices. 79% support tax incentives to create more manufacturing jobs. 77% support capping out-of-pocket costs on prescription drugs. These are all measures that are in place. These are the components of Bidenomics. So when someone tells you Americans don't like Bidenomics, it's false. Americans approve of the components above 80%. And that's because these uh, measures are helping to do what President Biden has long sought to do with this economy. Build it from the middle out and the bottom up so that middle-income people have a fair shake at getting ahead. Something else I really wanted to get back to, and I think you want to go there too. Does anybody believe that? Does anybody here believe that you want this? You don't know what you're talking about. Americans want this. You see how they cherry-picked little things there that, buy, that, that are in the bills and said, this is what Americans want. But they didn't say any of the bad stuff. They didn't say anything that you... We just took a live poll, didn't we? That guy, ladies and gentlemen, is an utter loser. I'm a loser. There it is. What a loser. I'm a you actually loser. like Bidenomics. Okay. And I'm not what I appear to be. Apparently, you have no idea what you're talking about. Bidenomics works great. When are you going to get it through your thick skull? Fox News supports that, though, by the way. That's Fox. Now, remember at the beginning of the two-hour show we had today, and I told you that um, switch to Trump was a trend all weekend long, and everybody's switching to Trump? I'm not going to play it for you, but there's about three new rap videos out. One that really made the rounds this weekend of these young Hispanic men holding up pounds and pounds of money talking about how they're voting for Trump, F. Joe Biden. I'm voting for Trump now, especially since the mugshot. The black and brown community is going to overwhelmingly shift. What'd they say it was, Eli? Like 90% of the black community voted for Joe Biden If that's true, let's just say that's true. Let's just give them the benefit of the doubt for a minute. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Let's say, we know he didn't get 81 million votes either, but let's say that's true. Let's say that 80 or 90% of the people that voted, or or the black community voted for Biden and not Trump. You want to know how that's going to be this time around? Black and brown are going to vote Donald Trump. Not that it really matters, but if we're talking about statistics here and we're talking about communities voting for Trump, I'm going to tell you this. That's going to be a complete shift, and it's going to be a complete 180. And you're going to see the exact same amount voting for Trump in 2020 or 2024. You want to know how I know? Because perception is reality. And the more people put out 
uh, videos and rap videos and songs and all this about how life sucks now and it was great under Trump, you're going to see the culture shift real quick. Now, you guys know Brandon Straka, right? Brandon Straka. Brand- the video footage from GA showed quite a bit of support. Amen. Jeremy, how can we stop the steal in 2024? We already are. We already are. Riggers are getting thrown overboard. <laughs> I know. Don't you love the fact that they said riggers now and they, oh, that's got to be. Blah, blah, blah. Brandon Straka from Walk Away went out on the streets and he was, he was uh, interviewing the black community about this. Why don't you listen to what these two amazing, amazing women said about the Republican Party. I love this. And you're going to see more and more of this because people are not afraid to speak it anymore. Just like that one woman the other day who said, I was afraid that I was going to lose my blackness, but I'm not afraid anymore. How many people voted for Biden that just did it out of peer, out of peer pressure? This is beautiful. Listen to this. So black Americans are voting Democrat at a rate of 90%. Yes. And despite that, 38% of black children are living in poverty. Yes. 73% of black mothers are single mothers. Yes. 40% of government assistant cases are black Americans. Yes. Do you think that the Democratic Party is serving black Americans well? No, I don't. No, I don't. You agree? And you have to remember that it was the Republican Party that started. In the beginning, black people was for the Republicans. And, and, and what year? I don't remember when it got turned around. But, right, yes. Under Johnson. Under Johnson. That's right, under Johnson. Right. The New Deal. Yes, yeah. the New Deal. Yeah. Thank you. I know my history. Thank you. I don't what is your name? Alberta Frederick. Black people voted. Republican. In fact, in fact, they was the ones who, when Lincoln was in office, black people was all in that office until Woodrow Wilson, the Democrat, took him out. The racist that he was, okay, he took him out, left one, and he had to share the party that he was in, share whatever office that he is in with a Democrat white person, okay? That was Woodrow Wilson who did that. And then the ones that was Democrats and they were black, they were the slave owners because almost 4,000 blacks were slave owners. And they treated the blacks worse. They treated their slaves worse than the white man. And at the same time, not only was the white man 10% of the white population that was slave owners, the one that was pushing up uh, right behind them with the most slaves was the Cherokee Indians. Okay? That's my family. And then the third and the third one was the black Americans that was here. Just the... That, that was the free men, the free slaves, and the free men, the, ex, the former slaves and the uh, free men. They were the one who ran the Republican Party, okay, until Woodrow Wilson. And at the same time, like I said, the vast majority of your black uh, slave owners was the Democrats. Up, That's right. Yeah, were the Democrats. A lot of people don't realize that the, the KKK was an arm of the Democratic they, they was an arm. And yeah. then at the same time, they became even more popular under LBJ. Right. And then at the same time, because he was a, a Ku Klux Klan. And, and uh, I remember, because I was 13 years old, Dropping when I was Rice March, okay, when Martin Luther King, who was a Republican. That's right. Who was a Republican? Yes, All he right. was. The thing is, is that um, most of your entertainers, black entertainers and stuff like that, they all voted Republican. And the reason why a lot of the Democrats get into office, because when blacks was able to vote, okay, when they were able to vote, and they knew, the, the Democrats knew that the, Repu- that the black people held 
Republican tickets. They took their tickets out of their hands and put two Democrats in the box. Okay, that's how they got back into the office. The Democrats. Okay, that's how they rule the reign. Cause they took, they stuffed up the ballot box. Just like Al Gore, who was Ku Klux Klan, his father was when LBJ was signing the Civil Rights Bill. His father, the Grand Wizard, okay, was out there having a fit, doing a um, filibuster. I think she could teach a course. Yes, she can. Yes. Could I ask you a couple of questions? Because this, so uh, if I may, um, I voted Democrat my whole life because I believed that they cared about gay people. I, I believe that they cared about black people, about brown people. I don't believe that anymore. I walked away from the Democratic Party. I created something called the Walkaway Campaign. Okay. You started it? I started it. <laughs> you have you heard of it? Yes, yes. yes. So, so we made a movie called The Great Awakening, Breaking the Chains of the Democratic Party. It's made with the testimonials of twenty black Americans who have walked away. It's amazing. Why are ninety percent of black people still voting Democrat when the Democrats don't care? Because the Democrats made it seem like under uh, LBJ that they was becoming like uh, the Republican. Never mind, the Republican never gave you welfare. Right. He ne they never gave you welfare, and the black people said, "Oh well, we needed welfare." No, you never did. We was doing fine without it. That's right. I think so too. I'm fine without it. But since when people know that because even. Uh, Booker T. Washington, um, he talked about why he, he noticed that how, when he did the Tuskegee Institute thing, you had to make your own bed, okay? So when the rich people wanted to send their kids there, he told them, he, they, they, I guess they put in a note, they didn't want the child to do this and this thing that. He just looked at it, tossed it away, and told the kid, you want a bed? Here's the wood, okay? Wow. Make your own yeah. bed. He said, I love that. And then, book it, and then at the same time, Frederick Douglassen always said, you want to help the white, the black man? Don't. Because they know you give somebody something all the time, just like a child. Right. They don't want to do You give somebody. Right. Earn Ladies and gentlemen, can we, can she teach our public school systems? Can we get her as the President Trump? Here's what I'd like. I'd like you to make her the secretary of education when you come in. And then I would like to, I would like you to shut down the education department with her. You, I'd like you to transition away from having a government funded education department that oversees education in our nation, give it back to the States. And I would like that lady right there to make that transition for president Trump. And at the same time, bring down knowledge and facts about our history, knowledge and facts about the black family in this country, knowledge and facts about when the family nucleus was together and you had father, mother, and legitimate children that the black community was thriving and they were making, they were inventing, they were making businesses, they were making money. Can we say the, can we say the facts? Can we say the truth, please? I want that lady head of the uh, education department. And like I said, I would like to then see the education department absolutely dismantled with her at the head. Ladies and gentlemen, the Smarty Award of the Day goes to both of those ladies for their knowledge and their willingness to share that knowledge with the American people. Unbelievable. You ready for another truth bomb? And this is your homework for the day. Do you know 
Well, I don't know if the Civil War would have been avoided or not. But do you know that there was a bill in Congress that was basically set out for integration that we would be, it was a way for us to be able to avoid civil war and at the same time give blacks rights in this country. I want you to look up when that vote, I want you to look up how that vote failed. It vote, that vote failed by one vote. And you're going to be shocked when you find out who it was. During Lincoln's administration, there was a major vote for Congress that would have avoided, maybe avoided civil war, but definitely given rights to black people. And I want you to go look up. I'm not going to tell you. I want you to go look up that that vote failed by one vote. And I want you to look up who's, who, who that was. And it will shock you. I'll just put it that way. It'll shock you. Now... Also, this weekend, Bill Clinton in his rape-filled butt, his rape-loving butt, decided he was going to go walking and shopping on the small town streets of the Hamptons yesterday. Want to see how irrelevant Bill Clinton is and the Clintons are? This is absolutely crazy. This is Bill Clinton, nobody acknowledging him, Nobody knows who he is, and nobody cares. <laughs> Roll this. This is ridiculous. How you doing, sir? Good to see you. Watch. Nobody, nobody knows who he is or nobody cares. One of the two. <laughs> he looks like a lost old man on the streets. How you doing, sir? <laughs> Hold on, I got another one. I got another view of it. Uh, here's the other view. <laughs> this is him at another place. <laughs> Nobody caring. <laughs> oh, look at me with my my pink shoes. Look at people just walking by. That lady right there is a fet. That she's a Secret Service. She's the only one who stays. Everybody else walks around him. Pedo alert, pedo alert. Look at the only people that talk to him are the feds. <laughs> he is a former president of the United States, arguably one of the most popular in our time because of the whole, you know, you know, under the desk, Monica Lewinsky, all that stuff. And nobody even stopped to talk to him. Nobody asked who he was. Nobody asked if he, oh, it's Bill Clinton. No. Buddy cared. Shows you how irrelevant these people are. Wow. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, one more before we go. One of our great and longtime wonderful sponsors of the show is Gold Co. Gold Co. where you can actually get your precious metals, your actual precious metal IRAs. You can get up to $10,000 of free silver if you've got a big enough 401k or IRA. Now, I know probably 80% of the people that are watching have no money at all even to go grocery shopping, let alone get gold and silver. But those of you who do, 
Those of you who are tired of watching your money go down the drain or to Ukraine, sound, hey, down the drain to Ukraine, uh, ladies and gentlemen, get a hold of Gold Co. Have a, few convers- have a few minutes of conversation with them. You're only a few steps away from at least understanding whether or not it's right for you or not. Okay, request your free kit today to get started. Again, ladies and gentlemen, gold and silver is doing nothing but going up and up and up. Look at that. It goes up and it goes down. It goes up and it goes down, but it never goes all the way back down. It's kind of like gas, right? They also have the highest buyback price guarantee. So when you get ready to liquidate your silver and your gold and your palladium and your platinum again, when Donald Trump gets in there and makes America great again and makes the dollar strong again, then you can liquidate these gold. You can liquidate these precious metals and you can get the highest buyback guarantee. So ladies and gentlemen, it's goldco.com, goldco.com slash live or call 855-559-3433. Diversify your portfolio if you got one. I don't. My portfolio is my kids. That's about it. But anyway, I want to thank you guys for being here today. I really do. I know it's Labor Day. I know you guys are busy. I know you got a lot going on. I know you're with your families. I really, truly want to thank you for being here today. I will not be here at 5, but here's your lineup for the rest of the day. Loud Majority comes up next with Kevin Smith. He's literally right after me. 3,600 people at home. Give Kevin Smith a try. He's got a great show. Also, two hours of Ryan Matta today followed by two hours of Pete Santilli, of course, Will Johnson, and then Based America with Drew Hernandez. You've got Brave TV after that. You've got Trumpet Daily with Stephen Flurry after that. And then you've got Finishing Off the Day Man in America with Cess Holzhouse. So, ladies and gentlemen, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. This is the end of my two-hour show today. I will be back tomorrow at 9 a.m. Continue watching LFA throughout the day. Give, uh, give Kevin Smith some love on his show, Loud Majority, next. And remember, folks, keep your, families cl- f- uh, keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. And whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel. I love each and every one of you. Peace out.